Well, it was the car that I loved in high school, and it's the car I aspired to owning after I graduated college. But it wasn't just about the car. It was the moniker that was attached to it. During the 90s, this moniker came back to the Dodge Corporation after a hiatus during the 80s with going with Sport or even Shelby monikers for the performance products. The RT brand was back, and this was one of the things attached to one of my few favorite RT products from the 90s. Dodge Stealth RT Twin Turbo All-Wheel Drive. It's a vehicle I wanted and yet never got. But the RT badge was one of those things that I saw grow throughout the 90s. And I thought to myself, where did this come from? I've seen it on cars from back in the 70s. But where did it start and how did it get here? Well, we're going to take a look back at this amazing moniker, the RT brand from Dodge. <laughs> Welcome back to the Auto Looks Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our main host website at autolooks.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out, and read some of our ratings, reviews, and some of our good articles that go along with the podcast you are listening to all on the autolooks.net podcast. And if you haven't found us, we have been on a few podcasts around the world, which you can find on many different streaming sites, from Podbeam to Spotify, are there for you to find out about. The Autolux Podcast is distributed by Ecom Entertainment Group and hosted by the one and only Everett J. If you'd like to get in touch with Everett J, please send an email over to email at autolux.net. So like I said in the beginning, the RT brand, where did it come from and why is it here? Well, with the introduction of the GTO and the muscle car era of the mid to late 60s, RT became the badge for standardized products from Dodge. First introduced in the 1967 Dodge Coronet, the RT branding became known as the dedicated performance arm from Chrysler Corporation. RT was it and the Dodge RT products always meant a little bit more power and a little bit more pizzazz when it came to their products the rt was it having that tiny little logo on the front of your car meant that you are a force to be reckoned with where companies like Yanko and even Shelby were putting their names on both Ford and GM products, RT was home-based. Products distributed and supplied by Mopar. Dodge was here and Dodge said the RT brand is going to be our aftermarket product range. RT, which stands for Road and Track, the RT badge was utilized heavily in the early 70s. But as the gas crisis hit us and the aftermarket industry and power alone started disappearing, the RT brand took a sidestep. It's available on products from the Challenger to the Charger and even Charger products from other countries. Hence alone the 1971 Dodge Charger RT from Brazil and the 1972 Chrysler Valiant Charger RT. One of the last products to ever have the RT badging. In North America, we had the Dodge Aspen RT Coupe, one of the very limited available products from the RT brand. This moniker was about to take a back seat because Chrysler was about to find financially collapse. In the early 70s, power was all the rage. Everybody wanted into the game and everybody wanted to push it. People were buying performance cars left, right, and center. The baby boomers were entering the marketplace and power was king. Well, as most of us were doing in our own driveways, some people decided, hey, I don't have the time to do that and, well, I got a little bit more money. Well, Dodge saw the writing and said, there are people out there who don't have the skills but still want the power. The RT brand became it for the aftermarket industry. 
But as we all know, the power phase was about to die out by the mid-70s with the gas crisis. And with Chrysler's financial position collapsing upon itself, its white knight, Lee Iacocca, and Carol Shelby came to its rescue. And during the 80s, the RT brand had all but disappeared, replaced by sport models and even Shelby products within the Dodge product range. But that would soon change, whereas the RT badge would come back on a brand new product, spearheaded by both Lee Iacocca and a rebirth of a classic Shelby product. This product would go on to showcase the RT badge once again and make people remember those good old days of their RT chargers and seeing that moniker on the front of their vehicle going, I remember that, that was, that was performance, that was fun, that meant a little more power from the factory. It was a performance oriented product that I didn't have to do much to but still had that power I wanted product in question was first displayed in 1989 in concept form as the Dodge Viper. But in 1992, when it was released to the public, the RT-10 Viper became the first new age product with the RT branding on it. A product range not seen since 1978 of the Valiant RTs from Australia. Yes, Dodge had given up on it. And with Chevrolet still kicking around their SS products and Ford even having their SVT products with the Lightning. Dodge was coming back and saying, hey, we need a new age performance lineup for the aftermarket industry. Sport badging, anybody can put on any product. Sport just meant it looked better. It didn't mean it performed better. The RT brand needed to be it. With the release of the Viper and its performance, balls deep power range, the RT products were here. But what was to be had with the RT brand? We had the Viper, but what else can Dodge add this to? They already had sport models. They already had Shelby models. But now with Carroll Shelby stepping aside from the Chrysler Corporation, leaving after the Diablo project, finally released through the Lamborghini division, Dodge was in need of new performance products. And with its second coming, the Dodge brand, was seeing new products and people wanting to tune those products with the increase of the performance aftermarket scene from small little four cylinders. Soon enough, the Dodge Daytona iRock RT came out. The Dodge Daytona being one of the top sports cars available within the Dodge field, this soon led a pack of the RT onslaught. Available from both the Neon and Dakota, and soon its Durango platform, the RT brands were here, and the RT meant performance and power once again. The Neon RT may seem like it's just a gussied up version of the Neon to make it look like the Dodge Viper. Although tiny boost in performance, the Neon RT only came as a coupe model. And with the import scene starting to blow up, these little Neon RTs soon became a mainstay for entry into the Dodge brand. The Dakota RT soon replaced the Sport model which was previously available from the Dodge Dakota V8 range. The new RT became the ball deep muscle truck that we all wanted. No other mid-sized pickup truck had a V8 engine at that point, but the Dakota did. And to make it seem even better, Dodge decided to add the RT badging to it. With the Neon showcasing it and Daytona bringing it back, the Dakota was here to say the RT brand is the bread and butter of performance. In 1989, 
1999, we saw the introduction of two RT concepts. The funny thing is, these new RT concepts were one odd and one kind of disgraceful. With the RT badge being labeled onto products such as the Ram, the Dakota, the Neon, but nobody is doing aftermarket minivans. Sure, we had the Turbo Caravan back in the 80s that set more performance package in it. And the 1999 Dodge Caravan RT concept showcased that. Unfortunately, the board members didn't agree with the fact that they should be making a performance version of minivans, whereas the import market hadn't blown up as exponentially as it would within the next two years, thanks to the Fast and Furious franchise, the RT Caravan was canned. After that, Dodds decided to play around with the original idea of bringing back the Charger as their new full-size sedan. The Intrepid was now into its second generation, its second generation also had its own RT variation, the 2000 Dodge Intrepid RT. Sure, the first generation did have its packages, and hell, even in my hometown, somebody decided to paint their original 94 Dodge Intrepid to look like the GTS Coupe Shelby striped Dodge Viper. They even called it the In Viper. Everybody believed that this person had slammed a Viper V10 underneath the hood of an Intrepid, which is something that you could actually do, considering the fact that the original Intrepid was set up to be rear-wheel drive. Unfortunately, the RT badge never came to it, and with that, the second generation would have to pick it up. The second generation of the Intrepid with its RT badging made it the sports product that people wanted in the age. Where you had your Impala SS's, Dodge had the RT Intrepid. The RT Intrepid wasn't much different than the standard product. Giant five-point chrome rims are the only thing that separated it out. And this was only due to the fact of Chrysler's reintroduction back into NASCAR. Dodge needed better performance. The Intrepid wasn't seen as a great product. With its 2.7 V6 blowing up in people's faces they needed to change and with that the 1999 Dodge Charger concept came out and should we say the Dodge RT Charger. Dodge knew that the RT badging was initially viewed as a Charger only product even though the Coronet and Challenger both came with RT badges. Everybody saw an RT Charger. The 69 RT Chargers were it. They were the big thing. They were Dukes of Hazard. They were the Charger that you saw and Christine and Dodge really wanted to move into the ring. Could people live up to the fact that the Charger was a four-door concept? Doesn't matter that it had an RT badge on it. Could it still be a four-door? We get it. It was originally built off of a sedan platform, but the RT was a two-door product. We all knew it as a two-door product. Really, could it be a sedan? That's a question you had to ask yourself. And after two previous concepts, the Copperhead and Dodge Dakota Sidewinder, both used using the RT moniker as well, this Charger could be a new age product. But at this time, the RT badging was starting to be placed on nearly everything. The Intrepid RT wasn't much more than an appearance package. And when the third generation Dakota came out, the RT badge was just that, a placement on the product. The Stratus RT Coupe was nothing more than something that looked cool. RT, people believed, was a performance package. It was faster, it was better, it was road and track. Fine-tuning the suspension to make them handle and drive better with a minor bump in power made the RTs a little bit different than your standard product, but nothing much more. In 2006, we finally saw the introduction of the New Age Charger. 
Unfortunately, this charger did not live up to the charger nameplate. Whereas everybody just saw it, the new generation of the Intrepid. Its RT badging was brought with it to try and bring back that nostalgia of the previous chargers. But similar to the Dakota and the Stratus, the RT wasn't much more than an appearance package. Dodge saw this and said to themselves, we need to do something else. Why? Well, in 2005, the RT name, unlike its usage in the 90s, was becoming a styling package. But this was only due to the fact that a brand new branding for performance in the Chrysler Corporation was coming out. The SRT moniker was set. Street and Racing Technology. It was here to take over for where the RT brand was leaving us. But why? Well, the RT badge had been used in the 90s on all basic things. And by the early 2000s, it was just used as a styling package. In 2008, Dodge considered once again to bringing out a performance version of the Caravan. The Dodge Caravan RT concept, if you go to our site, you could see it. This thing I have actually seen at the Detroit Auto Show and was a product that should have come out in the previous generation. Yes, the 1999 Caravan RT concept should have come out because performance products for minivans was not a market that anybody was getting into. The RT Caravan would eventually come out alongside its Journey counterpart, but that would be until 2011. And with it, all of the 1980s. They just looked cool. Sure, they had different paint jobs. Sure, an RT was headed for the dumps. Durango, Challenger, and Charger now existed with this moniker. And unfortunately for us, the RT badge may be on its way out. With the brand new electric industry coming in, the SRT brand may be its full replacement. Where the RT brand now is about to become the Sport badge. Similar to that of the GT badge for Kia. Unless it's a GT line. Or the N-Line series for Hyundai. Unless it's an N-Series, it's not performance. The N-Line is just a looks package. RT, besides its last little iterations of the scat packs, really doesn't have a voice for itself. Being only utilized for Dodge products, the RT brand is only specific to one singular branding. Similar to that of SS for Chevrolet or even SVT for Ford. The RT brand may be older than the SRT brand, but unfortunately the RT branding has gone back to its original roots. A small little badge just makes something look better than it really is. Should Dodge keep the RT badge as its performance products? Or should RT just become another moniker to get more money out of you? Well, that's a question you'd have to ask Dodge, considering the fact that their new electric charger will be utilizing the SRT brand instead of the RT. With RT's history being so short and so sporadic, does it really have a voice to stand up against the likes of products like Mugen, Rally Art, or even STI? RT has been around for a long time, coming out in the late 60s, but without high usage and only being visually as an appearance package on products, the RT brand really isn't much more than just a sticker to make you spend more money. So from this doctor, the only way you can fix the RT brand is if you bring it back to its original roots. Similar to that of the 1998 Dodge Dakota RT, and you make the RT the balls deep performance products that people want. The ones that are ultimate sleepers. Keep the SRT for ultimate power, but everybody knows it's there. Keep the RT as your ultimate sleeper packages. People think RT is just a sticker. Let's make it people notice that they're a lot quicker. And that's how you can fix the RT brand.
Well, if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment about it, or send us an email over at email at autolux.net and tell us your opinions on what you think of the RT brand. Should the RT brand really be the sleeper performance package from Dodge in the future, or should it just be a sticker to separate you from a little bit more money? Give us your opinion over at email at autolux.net and tell us about all of your RT products you've owned in the past. And after you've done that, stop by the website. Or hell, even spread this podcast out to your friends and family and tell them about the RT products, where they originally came from, and some of the products that were within its lineup over the years. Some people might be amazed to find out that the RT started even before the Charger. So go back, tell them about it, and share and like the Autolux Podcast. The Autolux Podcast has been brought to you by Ecom Entertainment Group and distributed by Podbeam.com. The Autolux Podcast is hosted by the one and only Everett J. And if you like to get in touch with them send them an email over at email at autolux.net so for myself the autolux.net website strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride that the rt branding is going to take us on